Welcome to the Hashtag Call to Scene podcast, the show focused on the strategic disruption of the status quo in technical organizations, communities, and events. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Hashtag Call to Scene podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Adrian C. Jackson. That, doesn't that sound like a, somebody from Black Exploitation movie from the 70s? <laughs> <laughs> Here come Mr. Jackson walking down, exactly walking down the street. Okay, and their <laughs> pronouns are he, him, his. Um, Mr. Jackson, could you please introduce yourself to the audience? How's everybody doing? My name is Adrian C. Jackson, uh, born and bred Houston native. Um, I've been in tech or in the realm of tech uh, professionally since 2004. Uh, fun fact about getting into tech, and this is a lesson to all you uh, middle school, high school kids out there today. Uh, whenever you hear your parents or your teacher say, you're going to need this sometime in the future, and you dismiss it, believe them. Because what got me in tech uh, was my senior year of high school, which was 2002. Uh, I, was, I, I had enough credits where I can graduate early. Right, I could have graduated in December, but I was on the speech and debate team, and I wanted to continue to uh, competing. So the second half of, of the semester, I took all you know fluff classes, you know classes I didn't need. One of those fluff classes was a computer class where you learn web design using HTML and CSS, and it was because of that fluff class mm. that I took that. Going into college, I went to the University of Houston, but I didn't go for any type of IT. I went for uh, a, a marketing degree. But once I got my first paying client to build their website, like a year and a half into uh, in college, uh, my my thought process was, well, you go to college to learn how to make money. <laughs> I've now learned to make money. There's no need for me to be here. So I dropped out. And I just continued down this path. And that started in 2004. So, uh, yeah, kids, um, what you learned in high school, you're gonna, at some point, it's going to come back in, in your adult life and you're going to need it. And if you remember it, good on you. If you're not, better start brushing up on it. <laughs> All right. So we start the show as we always do, asking two questions. Why is it important to call the scene? And how are you, Mr. Adrian C. Jackson, causing the scene? Uh, well, here's the thing. I, yesterday I had a talk with my mom like, and I tweeted this yesterday like we had a good cry we had a good emotional cry you know she just like she opened it she opened the floodgates and she was telling me uh, you know about how smart I was and how thankful she was for me and I told her one of the things that she taught me that she should be proud of was the fact of learning how to move because I remember when I was younger I used to have this I'm not gonna lie. This this smugness about what I thought were were jobs that were beneath me because I was this huge brainiac, and my mom used to tell me, because of who you are, and not just intelligent but black and intelligent, because of who you are, your primary objective is to first and foremost get your foot in the door. 
Because you may be smart, you may be brilliant, and you are, but you are also black. And you do not have the same luxuries as a white privileged person where you can just rely on your brains and intellect to get into the door. No, you got to know how to maneuver. And that stuck with me to this day. Uh, and it, and it's, it served me well. But at the same time, it still sucks. The fact that I can be, uh, in terms of intellect, uh, intellectual IQ on the same wavelength as this white person, but yet it is much easier for this white person to walk through that door, whereas I got to, you know, write up a playbook like a, you know, like a, a like a, a basketball play, you know, just to get my foot in the door. And so the whole, the purpose of me, the reason for me in a way to, to cause the scene is to make light of that, make it known because what, what, what we know, our, our people know, you know, how, that we know, how, we have, we know how to, we got to maneuver uh, around certain barriers. But at the same time, when you speak out loud, there may, there genuinely may be a white audience who, you know, may not know that or, or, you know, may not have been exposed to that or don't realize that their privilege has gotten them much further uh, than their black or persons of color counterparts. So when you speak out loud and speak truth to power, causing a scene, uh, regardless of how one says it, you can probably get them to start realizing and hopefully get some of them to jump on board. And then now that is a struggle in and of itself. You know, you have some deniers out there who want to plug their ears and go, la, 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 I can't hear you, I can't hear you. Uh, but you have those who will who will hear you out and will, they themselves, make some necessary moves to become an advocate for you uh, to help those, their counter, their persons of color and their women counterparts, you know, in the door. So one of the primary reasons, you know, you have to cross the scene is to, I mean, it's a form of awareness. If, I know I, that was a, a long-winded way of saying that, but it is a form of awareness, not just for us and our people, but for those who have privilege and power to do something about it and make some positive change. Okay, so you said a lot, and that just made me I remember. Know. No, 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 because that made oh. me remember your um, your Twitter um, profile, your your bio. Could you do you? Can you grab that and and read that mm-hmm. to us right quick? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, because yeah, what you're speaking to is what you just said is in your blood. So go ahead, because you put it out there. Uh, my bio states black or BIPOC. For those who don't know, BIPOC is an acronym for Black Indigenous Persons of Color. Man for woman, cis hetero for LGBTQ, atheist for religious and secularists, secularists. Sorry, mispronounced that. Non-disabled for disabled, and that's and my uh, my three uh, hashtags for the pl- platforms I'm building. And so, just it, this is another reason why I ask people who are in our community. First of all, you are let me let you know, Adrian C. Jackson. You are um, this podcast is specifically overwhelmingly targeted to white folks. So right here, this is not this show is not for black folks. It's not for okay. people of color. Uh, because I need white folks to move. I need them to get in and get shit going. So um, 
mm-hmm. just let you know who this audience is for. And so when you uh, just said what you said, I don't know why it made me remember. And I don't know why the hell your profile, your bio of all the people that I, you know, that I remember, but that stands out to me because you just said that you, it's about um, this collective. It's about having this voice. It's about understanding, getting people to understand that everybody's not having the same lived experience and what is easy for you is hard as hell for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that even in our space, even as an individual, I have, I call them relative privileges. Yeah. I have relative privileges based on the room I'm in, the people I'm around. Um, and, and, and that's something that your bio speaks to. And I'm glad you said that. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I've never heard it phrased that way, relative privilege. But you're absolutely right, because here's the thing. We're both black. You and I are mm-hmm. black. But even in that sense, I still have a bit more privilege than you because people... Hell yes. <laughs> As a black man, yes, you yeah. do. <laughs> right. So, if, so it's what they... So there's this, there's this hierarchy. You know, Unfortunately, but it yeah, is what it is. <laughs> right. What I call it, this privilege hierarchy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, at the very top, like I had to discuss it the other day, at the very top, you have your white, male, cisgender, heterosexual Christian. Christian. Right. I said male, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and able body. And able body, yes. Where, and the further down that hierarchy you go, at the very very bottom, and I hate to phrase it that way, uh, but at the at yeah. the bottom. No, no, I get you. No, no, no. They need to understand it because you and I hate to phrase it that way, but that's not how society phrases it. So we need to be re- talk about reality. Right. At the very bottom of this hierarchy, hierarchy are <laughs> are black mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. Uh, LGBTQ, more mm-hmm. specifically, gay and pro- likely transgender. Mm-hmm. Transgender black women are at the very bottom. Yes, and disabled. Mm-hmm. Yep. And atheists. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That's that's a, yeah, that's a huge one. So, a, and I, yeah. I remember I was talking policy the other day. And, and before you get into that, because I also want to talk about the fact that where we are have the same relative privilege is intellect, mm-hmm. and um, although your 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 education hasn't been as formal as mine is you still, we still are peers when it comes to, mm-hmm. to that. Whereas yeah. we have more privilege intellectually when, and I'm not talking about smarts or whatever, but being able to articulate in, mm-hmm. and I can, I can go in, in certain spaces Yeah, and if they can get past it, I'm a black woman. You I can, I, I, exactly. I can talk yeah. them around. I can talk a circles around the asses. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do the same thing. Right. So that, so this is where, and this is where a lot of white folks, particularly in this space when I challenge tech in so many spaces, they can, they can, they can try to hit the privilege of being white, male, female, whatever. Well, what they can't do, and this is why we talk about the bot, you know, we've, we've been taught we have to be twice as hard, work twice as hard, 110%, even though we know that's no damn, no sucks thing is 110%, all this other shit. Um, And so when I come in the room, because of, I have this lived experience and this expectation, I'm already ahead of you. At the same time, behind, behind you. your ass. <laughs> yeah. And that's why you never see us coming. That's why you never see us coming. Yeah. We are always under the radar. Always. And you know what? And it, it's, it's, a, it's a gift and a curse. Uh, Almost it, definitely. It's one of those, and I, I thought about this yesterday as I was, as I was cleaning it up. Uh, when Lil Wayne's six foot, seven foot, that one line, 
uh, real jeans moving silence like lasagna. Like, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, that popped into my head yesterday as I was thinking about this. This is like, yeah, uh, not, we know our shit, but because we know our shit and because we know y'all's shit, yes. all are capable of doing, we have to mm-hmm. move very differently in order to get what we Ooh, want. So, strategic is here. Yeah. Strategic is here. None of strategic and pragmatic. The things that people that the things that people take for granted about what they think and how they come to decisions compared to how we come to decisions. Mm-hmm. And and and, and I, I I try not to I only talk about politics on this show in to put perspective of white supremacy and everything else. It's not about a certain candidate because every candidate we have left shit. It's It's just fucking shit. All of them are racist. None of them have an anti-racist platform. Nothing about progressive movement at this point is progressive. It's uh, everything you're saying is progressive movement. Just just left of center, everybody's saying already. So you're not saying anything unique and you have no implementation plan to make this shit happen. You have a whole bunch of talking points. And, And so... For us, it has to be, there's so much, I talk about this because I, and I bring it home because there's so much mental acuity we have to have just Mm -hmm. to, just to not only, just to get, just to get get in your spaces, but also to show up in your space and have a voice. Because we get in there, we can get in there in a minute, but there's so Mm -hmm. many of us get shut down and can't say anything get harmed we try to tell you some shit's going on you call us angry you call us yeah all this shit you see it with the president every single day with this i cannot think Mm -hmm. of that one black damn um uh, um reporter oh yes he gives that woman hell every single day for doing her damn job and the only reason he gets away with it is because anti-blackness is the only Mm -hmm. export export that is globally accepted and he's a misogynist. Um, yeah. But 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 she's gonna continue because that's what we do. She's gonna continue to be as professional as she can be. She gonna. Get you know at- what? Can, can I can I say? Something? I'm sorry. Yes. I, I saw that. I saw numerous clips on my feed on my Twitter feed yesterday. I kept bypassing, bypassing it because honestly, I, I did not want to get mad. I didn't want to get pissed off. But at some point, I had to stop them and I had to watch it. <laughs> and like my work, I got mad. I got pissed. Proud of her. Definitely proud of her. But the thing that pisses me off is, and I and I see other people say the same thing. Uh, and that, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna uh, reiterate it here. It would be not only nice, but a, a great show of strength and solidarity if, when Trump goes on his diatribe against her, once she asks her question and doesn't answer it, it would be great if. A white person who follows follows her poses the same goddamn question as a sense of solidarity. I'm like, no, 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 no. She asked you a question. You didn't answer it. We're going to need you to answer it because it was a valid question. But like you said, one of the more one of the more acceptable proponents throughout the world is misogynoir. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that's the most widely acceptable thing. If you're a black woman. It's okay to shit on it. Yeah, yep. And that's from everybody, including people of color, white women, black Mm men. And Mm -hmm. I say this constantly, who do black women have? And and it's sad because I say it's other black women and we're all fucking tired. Yeah. We're all fucking tired. For your white audiences, if you ever get the opportunity, I know I I have a whole thread on it, but if you Google it, YouTube or whatever, 
there's a there's a, a great scene. Uh, I forgot what season it is, but it's in Scandal. And I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. Kim. Uh, with Mama Pope. Oh yes. Yeah. When she's when she's in the interrogation room and she and with Papa Pope behind the glass and she's just laying it all out. Here she is, black women, you know, carrying carrying the world on her back. And what does she give for it? If, whenever y'all get the chance, watch that because that wasn't just a well written script. Yep. That's life. That was come from lived experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, woo. Okay. So one of the <laughs> things, uh, see, I'd, but they know when I bring somebody black on here, I just, you know what, I'm going to do what I do because we don't mm-hmm. see each other that often. And so right. um, we just go, it's just like, you know, you're voyeuristic. They're voyeuristic. We're going we're we're to mentally flex. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And they're voyeuristic parasitic asses. Get to sit in and um and 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 take it in as always and be voyeurs and 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 take and get and and just ugh. and people think I hate white people I don't I don't Thank I don't I'm nope I hate the system of white supremacy Thank and I hate that. and I hate how whiteness has has des- is designed to make white people not question their own. Ex- their own behavior, their words, and their existence. And it, and in all caps, causes you to, when you don't examine that there may be flaws in whiteness, mm-hmm. you, you ascribe failure to blackness. I yeah. have a fucking problem with that. Problem with that. And I'm glad you said that. It's because I got a bunch of white people follow me on Twitter. They know I chide white people almost daily. Mm-hmm. But it's not out of hate, because I, I don't. Well, I hate Trump, but oh, I don't even hate Trump. He's a non motherfucking factor for me. Fuck it. Good point. Good point. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it's not. It's not. It's not out of hate for y'all. It's out of. It's out of frustration because of y'all. Yep, that's a big one. That's a big one. Yep. It's not. We don't. We don't hate you. We. It's like wait, it's wait, like wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't don't say we, because some people now we can't speak for everybody. Okay, you're okay. Right. You're right. Because <laughs> I don't want. I don't want. I can't speak for other black folk now. Cause they y'all done did some shit that make. Cause I tell you in a minute, I see some shit on a daily. It, it causes me to sit back yep. and think about. I could hate y'all asses easily. See, that's the that's the thing that y'all don't get. I could. I have every fucking reason to hate y'all asses, and yet I do not. <laughs> I don't trust your monkey asses, but I don't hate you. I don't trust you for shit. That's the part. And here's what here's what kills me. Twenty sixteen rolls around. Despite how, despite how you may feel personally about Hillary Clinton, I personally, I'm not gonna lie, I love her. I, I, I've loved her for a long time. I know her, I, I know her resume, I know her receipts because I know my history. I know some people don't feel the same way, and that's fine. That's cool. However, mm-hmm. 2016 was not 2008. In 2008, we had Hillary and Barack, mm-hmm. right? And honestly, at that time, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't do wrong, go wrong with either one. Like we, we had, we had creme de la creme at that time. This time, all right, 2016, in a general election, there was such a clear line between the best slash wisest choice for president versus this buffoon. And you motherfuckers decided that you wanted to tap into your inner racism, your inner sexism, your inner ableism, your inner, your, all your isms and phobias 
because you wanted to quote unquote take your country back. And and now here we are, four years later, everybody's suffering from it because you got in your goddamn field. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm challenge you on that because I don't think they fucking tapped into it. It wasn't no tapping into it. It was it, it was there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. See again, whiteness is always gets to be the victim of hero. You don't get to be no right. victim of hero with me. Your ass is a villain. Whiteness is a villain. You're right. And so no, there wasn't no tapping into it. They that that was some choices that people made early on. They may have it, said, and and, and right. this is where. I, this is why I can't trust you because most of the oppression, discrimination, harm, and hate that's, that comes out of whiteness, y'all know that shit's wrong. Mm-hmm. But you sit back and you say one thing in your yoga class, and then you go and then you go into the voting booth and do something totally mm-hmm. different, or you say something in in your multicultural um, choir at the church mm-hmm. and then can't talk and then when you come to Thanksgiving you can't, can't tell pop pop right. to shut the fuck up and that's why I don't trust polls exactly I, I don't, I, and here's why because poll, polls can lie people can lie to polls you can't lie on the ballot your ballot is your truth and we saw that and that's and the fact that most people a lot of people didn't realize it was racism to 2016 Mm-mm, ain't got shit I, 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 I I have to treat you. You know what? This is why my classroom management style, my 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 style is classroom management, because the level of ignorance to not to know that until 2016 mm-hmm. tells me that I need to meet you where you are, and as an educator, I'm gonna meet you at a remedial level. Uh, I'm gonna meet you. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm now my 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 conversation is at a doctoral. But my classroom management is mm-hmm. you don't get to talk. You got to prove to me that you know right. what the hell you talking about when it comes to anti-racism about. and all this other shit before you get to have a mic anywhere because your ass is going to cause harm. Mm, not just anti-racism, yeah. anti-blackness. Well, yes, Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gotta, it's unfortunate we have to Name, oh, name the name, name the shit. That's why it's a difference between people of color and black people. Black people and uh-huh. indigenous. Yes, exactly. And that and so like yeah. like me, that's why I, I put B I P O C because yep. I, I hold black people and indigenous people as the most as the most uh, vulnerable. As, yes, yes. Uh, and on equal footing because we we were dragged over here and they were and annihilated. In it, yep. yep. Yeah. So it's like neither of us had a fucking choice. Everyone in the hashtag call the scene community shares the same common beliefs based on a set of four specific guiding principles. One, tech is not neutral, nor is it apolitical. Two, intention without strategy is chaos. Three, lack of inclusion is a risk and increasingly a crisis management issue. And lastly, but most importantly, four, we must prioritize the most vulnerable. To find out more about the guiding principles and adding them to your Twitter profile banner, please visit hashtag call the scene dot com. Yeah. So it's like neither of us had a fucking choice. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so and so this is and so for those who listen to this conversation, you may, you know, I hope you're I hope it I hope the fuck I'm making you we're making you uncomfortable. That's the point. Because <laughs> um because tra- yo ass, I really, I'm really seeing and i said this and people thought out you know being mean um i'm seeing how much discomfort that whiteness can actually take and i'm i was saying that i was um re- really looking for you to be in pain and now with this um this pandemic you're in pain um and because it's now it's not us it's not them it's not they it's you 
Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, and that's what I said. It's going to take something for whiteness to see that they, that white supremacy is also a failure for them, for them mm-hmm. to understand that we get there together. Or we don't get there at all. First they came for the black person and I did not speak because I was not a black person. Yep. And I can, and I keep saying it all the time. Mm-hmm. And white supremacy is the parasite that's now eating its host. And nobody escapes white supremacy unharmed. And that, that flame is going to turn up on y'all asses so damn high. We, it's been turned, we, we know how to cope with this shit. Y'all don't have the skills for this shit. Y'all don't have the skills for this shit. But unfortunately, what happens when whiteness gets, feels attacked is we become the victims. And that's the problem. And this goes back to your other thing of why I don't trust whiteness is because a pandemic, y'all bought out bread, y'all bought out toilet paper and ain't a gun in the goddamn store. How many guns you need? Because what's going to happen is it's gonna, all it's going to take is some some white person lose their job, feel a little bit because, you know, economic mm-hmm. anxiety. We care about that. White's economic Careful. anxiety. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're going to get into an argument with somebody. You're going to have a gun and you're going to shoot them and they're going to be a person of color, probably a black, a brown person. because mm-hmm. And it's going to be excused because of all the anti-blackness mm-hmm. and because you are always a hero or a victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be our fault. Yeah. I, that's I why my I, black I, ass is in the house. I'm right. Going, I go out when I um at various t- just to get my shit, and I come back because I do not trust y'all. At some y'all point, y'all don't have the skills for this shit. I don't. I, I don't know how much time we're gonna have, but at some point, I kind of do want to dive into the whole proximity to whiteness too. Oh no, we can do that right now because I just want to make sure we also have. <laughs> I want to spend the last part of our conversation talking about your project. So let's oh. get the preaching out the way first. <laughs> and, then, and then we get, oh no, proximity to the model minority myth. Oh my yes. God. Child, yeah. these Asians are having a hard time right now and yet they're still showing their anti-blackness. You are being discriminated against. You are being actively discriminated against. You are a tool. Yes, of white supremacy. You are a, you are a tool are a, of white supremacy. White yep. And mm-hmm. here's, here's what kills me. Like, I am a huge advocate of of us, of black people, indigenous people, and persons of color. Because we know everyone everyone has been shitted on due to white supremacy. If you are not white, even if you are white, but oh, like, white people don't escape this shit because you can see that you work. can see white women and then you can see the angst and the and the anxiety of white men who mm-hmm. are who don't who have no mediocre as fuck mm-hmm. and the expectations that people put on them. And then mm-hmm. when they get in the room like with people like us and they realize how fucking mediocre they are, mm-hmm. they know they can't compete, they get upset. Yes. Yeah. And this is a, we're gonna tell you so much to talk about. But um <laughs> as much as I love advocating for B, uh BIPOCs, there have been moments, there have been times where I've had to write speak out and write posts. Because I'm just giving examples, there was an Asian person or Asian, uh, Asian man, Asian woman, whoever, who decided they just want to show their racist ass or show their anti-black ass. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, here's why. It, here's why it's not POC. Here's why it's BIPOC. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because our struggles ain't your struggles. Yes. Like, like I mean, yeah, we can both get shitted on by white supremacy, but because you have something, and, and let's be real. Whether or not you believe in, uh, or, or yeah, whether or not you believe in the model minority uh, premise, l- let's not bullshit 
and say that you don't benefit from it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, so, and that's one of the reasons why we do not see y'all speak up during these Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. protests and things like that. But the, what's, what's sad is when it comes to other groups, other marginalized groups, who are one of the one of the first groups of people you see on the front line Black with folks. their Black folks? Mm-hmm. And this is a conversation I was having yesterday with somebody on Twitter, and she was heartbroken. And she was like, I cannot believe she had, she's like, during this whole pandemic, she's a black woman. She's like, I have been fighting the racist tropes about Chinese people. Every time I, every time I see it, I've been for the last few weeks. And then she saw a video of they were saying they were going to open um, China up to black people. And all these Chinese people with these, with the mask on, because they were recording it during the pandemic, were saying all this shit about black people. And she said, I was so heartbroken. She's like, I did not know that they hated us. And I was like, everybody hates us, boo. Everybody hates <laughs> Everybody that's, hates us. That's, that's and yet, the they get mad at us if we just say, if I call somebody white, I'm I'm the wrong. But y'all hate us. You yeah, fucking yeah. hate us. <laughs> but no goddamn reason. That's, that's the, Oh, no, there's a reason. No, no, no. There's a reason. Well, well, we, well, well, are, we are. No logic, no logic. We are. No, it's a logical reason. Because we are the answer to the end of a system that prioritizes and, and, and promotes them. We Black women, mm-hmm. now that we are connected online, and I say this all the time, Black women are the moral compass of this country. Mm-hmm. If Black women and Indigenous women could get together, mm-hmm. this that's country, right. we, that, that's it. So yes, they have a reason to be, they have a reason to be scared. Oh yeah, they have a reason to be scared. So, when, scared so, so hold on, let's, so, so let's go back to why he keeps attacking that woman for answering those questions. Because mm-hmm. she comes from a place of moral authority. And I'm not mm-hmm. talking about Christian morals and none of this right. other dogma. No. I'm talking about she comes from a lineage of descendants of slaves in this country that ha- mm-hmm. and that says her voice through her lived experience is a hell of a lot more than what this man is saying. And yep. e- e- every time someone, that's why he attacks black women, period. Because yeah. we are moral. He cannot, what else do you have? He has right. nothing else. When he comes into the room, he has nothing else. <laughs> Like, be nice, be nice. What the fuck? She's asking a basic ass question. Yeah, I see. Nice is about external. I can be kind, which she is. Nice is that again, civility. And mm-hmm. civility is optional, is optional for white people, and it's expected behavior of people of blacks, indigenous, and people of color. And I say, fuck it. I'm not I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna meet your ass where the fuck you are. That's why I ain't running for no damn office. That's why I can't wow. be no regular journalist. Cause I once you took this this genie out the bottle, I'm not shutting the fuck up. But you know what? Two things about that. One, mm-hmm. that's why one of my favorite words on Twitter is fuck. Oh, my, my favorite word, period, is motherfucker. Yeah. Do you think of all the kind of ways you can say the word motherfucker? And I, love when, and I love when when white, especially white folks, when they say your vocabulary is limited. No, actually, my vocabulary is damn still. So people told you your vocabulary is limited? Oh, white well, white people, obviously. But I'm like, studies uh, oh, have actually shown that people who curse <laughs> are actually very, very well and very articulate. Oh, we we have uh, our vernacular, our our ability to communicate. Us, yeah. I mean, just think about, the, like I said, just think about the word motherfucker. How many ways you can say you so motherfucker? Many. So many. Oh, look at that motherfucker yeah. right there. That motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, how many ways? Like, like oh, it's like um, it's, there's this video I saw um regarding language, and, and I'm, I know I'm about to veer off a little bit, but oh no, there's this is what this whole damn thing is. We good. Go ahead. Uh, this one of my favorite videos. Um. By, uh, by it's called uh, Film Theory. And, and one of the episodes was talking about Groot. 
from Guardians of the Galaxy and how okay. three words is I yes yes three words is but it is it's a whole language and yes there are there are examples real examples on Earth where there's a tribe where their language is all whispering mm. and it, and it was is that and that's what triggered in my head when you said that because like you said we can take that one word motherfucker. And have a whole ass conversation. A whole ass conversation. <laughs> and you know, and here's, here's why I love us. The other thing about the, in terms of communication, uh, intercommunication between us, we don't even have to say a word. Not a word. No shit hits the fan. What we do, we like, especially if there's like only two or three black people in the room and in a room full of white folk, and we hear some shit. What we got to do? Just look mm-hmm. at each other. That look is a whole ass paragraph between two people. <laughs> Yep, we are. Yeah, you know? it's 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 it's, it's and that's what people and that's why I I I kind of this word can be very frustrating for me at times. But the what I really get, and I'm gonna say it. I mean, this there is a little arrogance that I can have because I'm like you don't, and that's what you don't know as much as me. Yeah. Every every time you think you you want to you have people who want to call me a grifter who want to say I'm ignorant who want to do all of this that and the other and I'm like mm. okay yeah but you still don't know as much you can't maneuver the world the way I do um you I mean I would like to see a white person maneuver the world as I have fluidly um in the spaces that I have to be in mm-hmm. and not and, and on top of that. Know that the people around you don't want your ass there in the first place. Right. <laughs> Shit. You ain't welcome. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the beauty about us. We can we can dress it up and attend the most the most high-end, the most sedity, the most prestigious, the most elegant of places because we know how to we know how to code switch. Mm. I can I can dress up in suit and tie and you know, black, you know, uh, you know, black tie event and walk my ass in there. And be like the Billy Bob of the world. Like, how you doing? <laughs> like, so <laughs> But let's see y'all switch it up and come into a predominantly black black space. Yeah. What? Yeah. And what the? But what the? What? What they do when they come? And this is I'm going to say this, and then we're going to move to because I want to make sure you talk about your your project. <laughs> what happens is when they do that is they fuck up everything. You fuck up everything. Do not bring a white person to a fucking family thing event thanksgiving christmas barbecue without letting the other black folks know ahead of time because right. we got to prepare our mind for this bullshit <laughs> because they're gonna come in and they're gonna center whiteness so they're gonna come in and everybody everybody's gonna start fucking whispering and you're gonna start people gonna start whispering white Mm-hmm. Why y'all whispering white? The word is white. Why y'all whispering white? Everybody's behavior changes. Ain't nobody. Nobody. The card games change. How people just people. How no, everybody's no. behavior changes. No, no, no. And then we. And then, and then folks start catering to the white person because we want to make them feel comfortable. Fuck that. You come into our space. You don't try to make us feel comfortable when we come in your spaces. Right. When you come in, you better fucking assimilate. Let's figure this shit out. You better learn space before you get here. <laughs> you better, you better do something. Account books, damn it. <laughs> you better exactly. Oh my lord, yes, you better do something. Um, but yes, that if y'all don't leave, I, I had to say that. I ain't said that in a while. Do not bring a white person into a black space without having the courtesy to tell those black people ahead of time it's a white person coming. I'm just letting y'all know yep. it's a white person coming. Yep. I gotta get my. 
my mind right for that shit. Mm-hmm. Don't just have them down, walk up in no goddamn room. And what happens when these black dudes bring these white women up in this space? Woo! Is it? White women, so- white women, y'all do the white women thing. Mm. I- and I look at you and I walk the fuck off and I leave. I just leave because I can't, I, I can no longer, I know I'm no longer interested in managing your emotions and your comfort. That I just, I do it all the time. That's one reason I didn't go to Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's with my family because somebody extended has a white girlfriend and I can't look at her ass no more. I just yeah. can't. I can't. When she comes in, she doesn't fucking speak. Oh. She doesn't say. She comes in, she sits down, and she, uh-uh. No. Uh-oh. Everybody's comfortable. We're family. You don't come in and expect people to, to cater to your yeah, shit. No. That's not how that shit works. You know what a fridge is. Go get your shit. <laughs> Oh, just ugh. It's not even just the fridge. It's the sitting back and and doing what white women do is like mm-hmm. this. I'm so soft and I'm innocent. And th- oh. shut the get the fuck out of oh. my face. And then it ends up I can't. If we're talking about what I do for a living, as soon as a white person comes in the room, everybody stops talking about what I'm doing, what I do for a living, because you know I I talk, I talk to white people. So now everybody's uncomfortable, and, and I'm like I can't fake what I do. Somebody right. asks me what I do, I'm gonna tell them. Right. I challenge white supremacy. I mean that's what I'm gonna tell you. Right. <laughs> What's the lie? I'm What's you know I don't I don't I'm not I'm not I don't pick I'm not a postal worker. I, right. This is the work I do, and I'm not going to lie about it, but I recognize I chose this feeling. I don't want to make my family uncomfortable. So now I can't say what the fuck I want to say, so I just get up and leave. Right. I do want to say one thing, though. I know you said because of your because of your mouth, you don't want, you can't run for office. I feel entirely different. I do plan on running for office someday. And I'm, oh, good for you. And I'm going to keep the same mouth. Because I'm like, because here's the thing, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Y'all let this Blow hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. And Well, let me take that back because you're absolutely right. Because I already know I could be saying the shit I'm saying right now if it wasn't for Trump. Mm-hmm. I, because once you you're elected back. him, all moral ground you had is gone. gone. It's fucking gone. Right? Yep, gone. Yeah, you can't so, shut me up. I'm- <laughs> so if I'm, if I'm giving a rally and some, some white supremacist dude is, is saying some shit in the audience, oh, best believe, I'm going to clap back. Intelligently, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it's it's it's. I don't have the. I don't have the. Um, I'm more of a strategist, mm-hmm. and so I don't have the the stamina or the nah. interest nah. to play. To to. I'm not even gonna say play because that's degrading what people do. Um, no, I, I, I can't. can't. I can't. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't do that. I, again, I feel like a free slave. I <laughs> I, 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 I get to say what the fuck I want to say, and right. so yeah. It is. Okay, so Adrian C. Jackson. Ooh, this has been a great conversation. <laughs> Let's talk about your project. Yes, ma'am. What is it? <laughs> okay, so here's... Can, can I start with the origins? You know, every story has... Oh, please, please, please. Okay, so this was uh, late November. Uh, at that time, you know, I'm following... You know, I have a lot of mutual followers, a lot of mutual Black women followers. And Jack, CEO of Twitter... Uh, was on his shit again and started uh, locking and, and shadow banning and, uh, you know, accounts primarily of black people and black women, especially. So one of my great mutual followers, Bravenack, uh, her account got locked. And so, and that ticked me off because she got locked over bullshit. And so I, I added Jack and uh, to paraphrase Twitter, the post I wrote, which was, I'm a computer scientist. I'm a developer of X amount of years. 
your platform in terms of functionality is basic as shit. Don't think that this shit cannot be replicated. Uh, and I was at the end, I was like, try me. Because I was frustrated. And immediately under that post, I was getting feedback from people saying, do it, do it, do it. Like, you know, encouraging me to, to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then on October 1st, 2017, that's when I started. Like, I, I remember that day like it was my birthday. At first, the code name was, uh, the first code name was Black Twitter. Uh, then I, I renamed it, I gave the second code name to Project Exodus to get folks uh, off of Twitter. And then, and I developed and I worked through it. And within a week, I had a functioning prototype of, you know, mimicking the exact same features as Twitter. I, I threw out my development. I continued to uh, build it. And then, you know, came times, you know, in terms of the, the whole marketing aspect of it. So I renamed it. I was thinking of a good name, creative names. I renamed it to Speaking. And it's spelled with two E's instead of E-A. So it's S-P. E-E-K-I-N apostrophe. So and I've been, it's been in development again since October 1st, 2017. On February 15th is when I first released the first version of it publicly. Which year? This year? Last year? When? 2018. Okay. And the reason I did that was because on February 16th was the premiere night of Black Panther. Oh, okay. So it, was, it, was, it was strategic. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since, I've just been tweaking it building it um throughout the time though i i'm i admit i slacked off because of full-time work it's so funny though because i every time i can tell when something's pissed you off because you're like god damn it it's time for me to work on this thing again yes, <laughs> yes. and because and it because of full-time work and, and because i'm the only developer by the way uh and i have no mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. type of uh capital funding, no, no VCs or, you know, capital, you know, no type of investment. I do now have a Patreon account, Mm -hmm. which by the way, to all my patrons out there, I appreciate y'all everything you, um, to help, to help keep the servers running. Mm -hmm. But in terms of just overall development, it's just me. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it's taking so long as well, that's one of the reasons why it's taking so long for uh, for the development process. The other reason being was as I was first working on it, I was working a full-time salary gig. And in the beginning, you know, I worked, I worked my full-time gig. I came home. I worked on speaking. Uh, there were times I didn't sleep. And then once I was done working on speaking, I would stay up, uh, up on five ants and head back to work uh, and continue working. And I did that for about a good month, but that was taking a toll on my body. So I had to. I was about to say, that. shit. Yeah. So I had to stop doing that. Uh, and I had to prioritize between, you know, speaking and full-time salary work. So speaking, I'm not saying it, it, it was put on a back burner, but I'm saying it, it, it received less attention mm-hmm. uh, as a result of, full-time job, of my full-time job. I'm now ready to articulate and to publicly share my need to shift from causing the scene. Currently this work, this push for equity, for minimizing harm, and for prioritizing the most vulnerable, is collectively viewed by many as noise, bullying, troublemaking, as contrarian for controversy's sake, rather than what it is, a necessary evolution for the overall health and well-being 
of those who work for us, partner with us, buy from us, invest in us, and society as a whole. My focus from this day forward is to forge a path to welcoming and psychological safety in systems, institutions, and policies at scale because I will no longer put new wine into old wineskins. My team and I will be spending the next few months making the necessary changes to ensure that my new commitment to doing the proactive work of leading a movement framed by the guiding principles and seen through an anti-racist lens strategically happens with a relaunch on Juneteenth. To be kept informed of our progress, please follow me on Twitter at K-I-M-C-R-A-Y-T-O-N-1, Kim Creighton 1, and on our new Kim Creighton's Community Cafe Discord server. When I started Hashtag Cause a Scene in 2019, it was out of my frustration that no one was listening. Now that you're listening, it's time to get to work. Thank you for the years of support, and I'll meet you on the other side. Have a wonderful day. Uh, as a result of, full-time job, of my full-time job. And that's again about privileges. Some folks, if you have the privilege to work on some sh- your, your projects full-time, then you get shit done. But if you have to prioritize different things and and as it, important as this project is, it doesn't matter. You need to take care of yourself. Right. <laughs> then came uh, last year, August last year, I left my company. Uh, and at that point, I, honestly, I needed like a few months for a break because I was just mentally drained. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I left a toxic environment. Mm. I mean, highly toxic. So I really didn't need a break. Uh, but then I hopped back. In, I hopped back into uh, development for speaking. This time I'm able to do it straight up full time. You know, I'm at, I'm at home. I got my workstation built up, and and I uh, resumed development. This past February, uh, February 2020. Uh, and for those who follow me on Twitter, I kept the log. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What I call my my real time Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And I logged it from February 1st to February 29th. And I, my goal was to re-release speaking uh, for, uh, for to, to have it more open for the general audience. Because initially, uh, it was invite-only. It, invite it still has invite-only elements to it currently. Mm-hmm. But at, at this time, because I needed to ramp up the invitation process, well, basically the, the welcoming process of having more people uh, get on board to speak in more quickly than previous than, than within the with the previous uh, implementation. Uh, I had to go back and tweak a new uh, welcoming system. So the system that I've implemented now is yes, you can uh, sign up and register, but when you register, uh, you're given an alphanumeric code during the sign up process, and what you have to do is, and you have to do it on your smartphone is you record a video of either you verbally saying that alphanumeric key or holding up uh, a written uh, sheet of paper indicating that you've seen the code and you've written down the code. And that gets submitted to the server. And then on our side, well, as far as the current members of Speaking, uh, there's, a page, there's, there's a page within the app where they can help validate and verify that the people who are signing up for this are actual people who are signing up for this. Because with Twitter, and same thing with Facebook... So that's what I was to say. What problem are you solving? Well, the main thing is eliminating 
uh, bots and trolls uh, and nef- nefarious uh, agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like uh, people like folks who, who spread you know false information. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second goal is to, of course, give marginalized voices a platform to speak and to speak freely uh, without the threat of being bombarded with trolls and bots and the like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other space is the other reason is the third one is to give uh, some some power. Two marginalized groups, like one of the components, and ter- like I said, the invitation component is still there, but there's another tweak that I'm adding to it, uh, to where depending on who the person is, specifically. So, oh, and did, remember back early in this conversation when I spoke of the hierarchy, white than at the at the yeah. bottom was mm-hmm. lesbian, mm-hmm. black woman. It's the exact mm-hmm. opposite. Mm-hmm. On my platform. So you're using the hashtag cause the scene guiding principles of prioritizing the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when it comes to how do you do uh, that? Like, because these platforms act like they don't understand this shit at all. <laughs> and here's the thing, and I'm 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 so glad you asked that. Here's why I, I and I'm being dead ass serious. Here's why I don't listen to white tech folk because they make it sound like it's trying to lasso a moon to try to get something integrated. No, it's not. It really is that fucking simple. Mm-hmm. The problem is they're trying to, they have this approach of wanting to have their cake and eat it too. I'm like, I don't have that. I don't have that problem. My platform does this. Mm-hmm. In order in order to be, uh, join this platform, you have to meet this criteria. Mm-hmm. Does that mean certain people will be weeded out? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that the objective? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. I, there are certain people who honestly do not deserve a platform. They don't. All speech is not fucking equal. Exactly. So I don't care if there is, you know, a, a good white person who falls through the cracks and does get an invitation. Okay. But are, but are there these groups of black folk who have not been heard, who are trying to scream out? Are they getting on the platform? Yes. Good. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get done. Yeah. I will deal with those who fall through the cracks later on mm-hmm. through my through updates and, and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. One of the, but one of, one of the features, however, to give them a way in is because remember I have a reverse hierarchy. So for invi- so uh, I still have the invitation mm-hmm. uh, still in place. The people who have those invitation privileges in terms of priority of mm-hmm. having them, like women. You. <laughs> So, so there are like if okay, I, so like, why the fuck am I not on this platform? I sent you an invitation. When the fuck you sent me an invitation? I sent you an invitation. Okay, we need to do we need to do this again. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like feeling left out. Shit. <laughs> but here's the thing: uh, is it exclusive for only black women? No. Uh, do we rule the fucking world? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so if I invite you personally, um. And you are a and you are a, a black woman. You get automatic invitation privileges. If you are invited, so invitation by, privileges mean I can invite other people. Right. Okay. Uh huh. Exactly. Because I trust y'all. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I trust y'all more than I trust any other group. Exactly. I got you. Mm-hmm. Now. Oh my God! You're talking about our goddamn talking about building a coalition. Yeah, and that, that's exactly it. 
So, and now you probably wonder, okay, well then, if I, I don't have invitation privileges, but yet I'm a, I'm a black person, I'm a black woman, I'm a black man, or I'm an indigenous person or, or mm-hmm. whoever the case. And how can I earn these privileges? Well, that's one of the components uh, that, I, 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 that I'm, I'm, still, I'm still building it, uh, and it's almost complete. But it's, it, I call it the voucher system. Mm-hmm. There, oh, I, voucher I have two systems. I have a verification system. Mm-hmm. Now, the verification system is so that you're even allowed on the platform. Exactly. And that's when I told you about where you upload a video of you verbalizing mm-hmm. your Eric key to be allowed on, indicating that you are a real person. Exactly. Verification system. So everybody technically is verified. Mm-hmm. Oh, talk about that's what that's what I'm like. If Twitter, if you really meant verified, no one would need a blood fucking blue check because everybody would everybody's personality be. Would be mm-hmm. verified, but particularly based on the fact that I tried to be verified three times based mm-hmm. on what you said, because all I needed was to verify who I am. If my drive, if, if the shit I give you that the federal government understands who the fuck I am and it doesn't work right. for you, then you're telling me, then you're telling me your verified system is something totally different. It's not about who I am. It's about and who I, I am. <laughs> and who I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, by, so through my system, technically you are verified. Okay, so like, what's voucher? The voucher is, uh, but it's basically saying, I trust this person. And you voucher for him. I, I vouch for him. Mm-hmm. I trust them to make as wise of a decision as I do. Mm-hmm. And based on Or a, be willing to be corrected if they don't. If they don't, right. Mm-hmm. And based on those, there's a, there's a threshold, a, a point threshold that they have to cross. And now, they, and they have to be vouched by other vouched people. So let's say I invite you mm. because I'm the I'm the head of the platform. Mm-hmm. Any invitation that comes from me is automatically the green light because it's coming directly from me. I trust you. Yes. So let's say yes. I invite you. Yes. You jump on board. Yes. You, not only do you have invitation privileges as a black woman, you also have uh, vouching rights. So that means mm. when you invite someone, that doesn't necessarily mean that they they automatically get invitation privileges themselves. That means that you trust them enough to join the platform. But once they join the platform, you can then vouch for them, which is, you know, again, a certain amount of points that they receive because you are a person who can, who has the right to vouch for someone. This is fucking, com- this is fucking community. Right. This is what community is. Right. And to avoid abuse, and I, I, when I first said this, I said I, this is part of the invitation process, but I've, I've transferred it over to the vouching process. And that is whenever you vouch for someone, you are linked and attached to that person. Good. Wow. Good. So now I can trace back where the fuck you came from. Mm-hmm. I do it. This, this, oh my Lord, this helps me because when I see an asshole coming after somebody, I go straight, I go right to their damn profile and I look who's following them and I block all the motherfuckers right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But in my case, all that smart as shit. It's uh-huh. not just it's not just for that. And mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons. But the, the primary reason for that particular feature is to go back and say, if this person is active fool on my platform, after they receive vouching privileges or they've been vouched for, I go back and see who vouched for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all made a mistake. Oh, you better go get your boy, get your girl. uh, That's number one. But also, Mm -hmm. if if I see that multiple times... Oh, yeah, then you ain't the right motherfucker. You ain't the person that not only 
should you not be, have a right to vouch for anyone, you really shouldn't have a right to invite anyone. Exactly. Uh, and your, your privileges are revoked. And that's, that's the safeguard to prevent yes. from just inviting any old body. No, no, exactly. If you know, if you know, you, you may care about this person, but if you know this person is a, a trans, bigot, a, a bigot, a transphobic, homophobic, against black women, even though they're black themselves, if you know that's what that person is, you know not to bring them on board here you because you know what this space is about. Exactly. And that gets me so I tell people all the time and people saw this through a, 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 a exchange that we had last year that just blew the fuck up. And I told people, I was like, I need you. While you saying, um, I will quickly uh, dis, uh, block or, or, or unfollow somebody I see who's being connected to somebody who's being an asshole. And when people are like, well, um, but they great, make great videos and da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, so you, so I need you to understand that one to two degrees away from you is somebody who could want to cause me harm. I can't have that. And so that's what you're preventing right there. Yeah. Exactly. I, I say this all the time. I know people who follow Trump's Twitter account, not because they're pro-Trump. They're not. They're definitely no, no, they're doing it for research and, 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 and to be right. in the know and to see what this dumb motherfucker's right. saying on a daily basis. Yeah. Right. And I get that. But here's the thing. I, I know damn near everything he says and I don't follow the motherfucker. Exactly. Right. You got see, I understand CNN having to follow him. I understand MSNBC having to follow him. Why the fuck you got to follow him? Just go to them. Because you know they're going to report this shit because they, they love their fucking rating. And, and, and they're a filter from... He needs a filter. You can't get shit straight from him because right. straight from him, it needs somebody... It, exactly, because it's all... It's, the majority is false news and bullshit, so you need somebody else to say, that's what he said. This is what he said. This is the fault. This is why it's false. Yeah. I mean, you need a filter. You need um what what you know um kill and kill and peel used to have the um angry interpreter. You need yeah. that for him. You that's need right. somebody to that right. for them. Yeah. You need a yeah. bullshit interpreter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Basically. So that that in essence is, is my platform. Is is it a lot? It's definitely a lot. I'm Especially sure. being the sole developer. Because the other component is this, and this is going going to into the tech tech part. Because there are so many moving parts. Look, here's a, Twitter. Twitter may look simple in terms of its features, but in terms of the technology itself, it's not. Same thing no, with no, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It isn't. It really is a complex system. Mm-hmm. But and that's what, the other reason why it's taken me a while, to you know, almost three years now to be able speaking by myself because I have to handle. The whole development of it, not just the front end mm-hmm, on, the, mm-hmm. on the web. I gotta handle the network clustering. I gotta handle the database. I have to handle the CDNs uh, so that uh, and okay. and, uh, and the uh, media. Okay, I'm gonna service. stop you right there. I'm stop you right there. I'm stop you right hey. there. So I'm gonna say, do you have a desire to have people help you, or you still want to do a one man show? I do have a desire. Uh, the reason why I'm doing uh, pulling the one man show right now for two reasons. Number one, uh, I've been burned in the past by having uh, teams. One, of, one of, those, of those two instances, one of them was completely my fault because I was young and dumb. The other reason was because the person whom I relied on on the business side just fucked it all up. Despite, despite my efforts being the one that brought us in the venture capital money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Because I don't have the funding, 
for mm-hmm. a football team. Uh, and I want to ensure that if I do bring in another team, that my foundation is set mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. my foundation is solid. That's the primary reason why I'm going solo as of right now. My question for you, if if there are people in the hashtag cause the scene community, because, you know, we got shitload of skills in this community who are willing to help you out. Volunteer bitches. We ain't talking about you. This is your this is your time to do, pay your dues when he ain't paying. I'm letting you don't. He ain't paying. <laughs> this is you understanding that we need to prioritize the most vulnerable. If if there are people in the hashtag communities com, in the community who would like to help you, are you open to that? It's a yes or no. You ain't gotta. You ain't well, gotta be. If if it's no, it's no. Oh, and here's why. I, I, would I be appreciative of that? Absolutely. Would I accept it? No. And the reason being, that, and, and get and get exactly. Give me a reason because they need to. Hear the me. reason being is I firmly believe that you should be paid for your 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 skills and your craft. Oh, I don't think white. I'm not, this doesn't apply to white people to me. I have a whole team behind me helping me with um, hashtag call the scene and all but one are white because they know that this work is important. See, this is what I'm trying to say. They know that this work is important. They know that this work has to get done and it's their responsibility to do something. So, so that's just me. That's just me. So here's the thing about that. And it goes back to the, what we talked about earlier in the conversation. It's that trust. Exactly. They, oh, oh, baby. The ones who work it, they, first of all, okay, so let's, let's start here. Mm-hmm. In hashtag called the scene land, it is understood that all white people are racist by design and can't trust be trusted by default without consistent right. anti-racist behavior. So mm-hmm. we, they, even the ones on my team know that I don't trust. So mm-hmm. I don't even have that thing. All they they have the, they have the access to what they need to have, and they're not by themselves. There are other people who can look in. There's some people I trust more than others. But what I can t- and I'm gonna put a period on that. And what I can tell you is, over time, we've created a community, a a a cadence that is boom, 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 boom. Because um, so this is not I, I, if you if it's no for you. I, I great, and I want you to explain that to them because people are need to understand that we don't trust you. We, we do not trust you, and that's sad. And so, and that's and that's where my conundrum comes in. So I, that's that's my stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, yeah. Because as a black been, man, you just don't trust them. <laughs> my DM, my Twitter DMs have been hit numerous times from white folks. No, I said within the hashtag causing community. I wouldn't. I wasn't talking about nobody. No randoms. No, no, no. What, what, oh, okay. what, because well, these are folks that I would bet. See, this is the people. Right. That, these are people like when you talk about the vouching and shit. Mm-hmm. I would say, hey, is this something you want to do? Let's have an interview with Adrian and, and let's see if this shit happens. Oh, I'm not talking about no random motherfuckers. No, 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 right. no, no. Okay, but just, that, but that's what that's what that's what my I was just illustrating my mentality. Yeah, is I. I don't like I, I I get received you know I receive offers for help all the time from from white folks and from and from black folks and other persons of color. Mm-hmm. I no to the white folks because of trust issues. Yep, yep. Say I have to say no to the black folks because the they person, need to be paid. I they need to be paid. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So I don't have that problem because I'm not working with nope. I because my audience is not black folks. So no, they definitely need to be paid. They need to be paid well. To me, this is. Um, nothing short of 
them having an internship or uh, no, or what's they used to call that shit when you all the white folks like this, it's not missionary work, but they like to go to the Peace Corps and, and do this. The, that's the this working for hashtag called scene is that shit you like to go over there and do, but you're gonna do it here. So that's what it is. Yeah, it's your we you need to do the work. I'm not, I didn't do enough work, I ain't doing no damn work. They need to do the, they need to do something because they're not doing a fuck enough. So that's all I was. Um, that's so if you change your mind and no pressure, just let me know. But I get it. I totally get it. Because at the beginning, I didn't trust at all. And it took uh, my podcast guy was the first guy who came on. And it took him to really help me understand the equipment. He sent me equipment. He, he you know, we talked regularly for me to like, OK, I can let my hands off this some. And we've built like I have a podcast team, I have a website team, I have a design team. Um, and they come together. Um, so just to let you, there is a way to do it, but I understand yeah. you got to be careful. The, right, because here's the other conundrum. I'm dealing with code. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and if I have to relinquish that code, that makes my code vulnerable. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah, there's a whole lot of trust in this. Um, yeah. Our podcast team has come, has created an automated podcast that he does automated Publish, um, publishing, and now they have a, created some damn automated way that they pull out the transcript as he's, and they, I'm like, y'all do this shit. Yes. Yeah. Um, if people say they need a transcript, I'm not paying for it, so who the hell gonna help <laughs> make a damn transcript? Hmm, right. I'm not doing it. I'm not coming, I'm no longer coming out of my pocket for this shit. Um, right. Um, not to educate white folks, I'm not. Um, so, <laughs> and I see that, you know, you and I have a different thing, because mine is about educating me uh, educating the oppressor while also processing my own oppression, and mm-hmm. that cost they cost they they call they owe me for that. So yeah, yeah. But just to, I just want to um just wanted to put that I wanted to give you a chance to either yay or nay and explain why because people need to understand because you are like you said you just left that toxic environment at work. Mm-hmm. If somebody like you at sitting right next to them maybe because <laughs> we're not that we're not that um, um that many of us out there right but you need to understand that those black and brown co-workers you have they don't trust your ass not right. at all they, they that, that, my whole my whole thing is give me my assignment so i can do what i do and leave me alone yep and yeah. I, i'm not in that space i'm not trying to cause a scene i'm just trying to do work <laughs> and get a paycheck <laughs> exactly exactly and you're gonna try to keep your head down. You're gonna because all because you all that is 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 do your eight hours get out, and so you can do mm-hmm. you can use that to do something else. Oh, and I tell them straight up, even on salary, your the salary you're paying me is based on the forty hour work week. Unless you're gonna pay me more beyond the forty hours a week, don't don't call me in on a Saturday. Exactly, exactly. Oh, at night. Oh, and they, hated, they hated my ass. They owe that <laughs> my ass. I told them straight up, don't you call me on a Saturday? Because guess what, Nasra. You can try. <laughs> Guess what? You can't fire my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited! I, I'm oh, I love and but that the, how you're building this and I, and the fact that it's moving slowly is what's necessary, and that's the problem. We don't move slow enough to look at the problems. We do break fast, move fast, and break things. Move fast, break things. Move fast, break uh-huh. things. But we never stop between the cycles to figure out what the fuck we broke, how we broke it, how is it causing problems and all this other yeah. shit. We just want to keep fucking moving. There is, there is a caveat, though. There is one that I do want to address. The first two reasons I gave why it's moving so low are valid. Very valid. But the third one is, the third reason is mostly my fault, and it's internal. And that is, 
I'm a hella perfectionist. And that that is is in, in tech development, that's terrible. Yep. It is absolutely terrible because as that's I'm not working the ethos at all. It's 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 yep, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like I, I know what I wanted to do and I need this shit to work. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. It's one thing to be a perfectionist. It's another thing to be a black perfectionist. Because the thing is, being a perfectionist is a is a character flaw. Mm-hmm. But now, also being black, you also have a reason for being perfect. Because when you introduce something yes. to the world, yes. it has to be perfect. We don't get we don't get the benefit no. of the doubt. And shit has exactly. to work on the day fucking one. We don't one. get money. We don't get money to spend three years figuring out a business. The business has to fucking work before anybody gives us fucking money. Yes. And that, that's it. Yeah. That's and that's my problem as a perfectionist. And, and one is perfe- it's a perfectionist by nature for one, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's also a perfectionist by necessity because yes. I can't release some janky shit. Yeah. And just have everyone openly embrace it, especially if you know that the person who built it is black. Especially when you're prioritizing the most vulnerable as well. Exactly. Because yeah. people are gonna say, "Oh, this thing ain't no money." All kinds of reasons yeah, why it don't work. Reasons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Woo! They give Twitter. They give Twitter the benefit of the doubt. They give Facebook the benefit. Yeah. Of the doubt. They give YouTube the benefit yeah. of the doubt. Yeah. They're gonna give speaking the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Speaking has to be. I hate to say this. It really does have to be fucking lawless when it comes out the door. When it comes out, when it comes out the door for the general audience, right now yeah. there's, there's it's beta release. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but when it's open to the public, that that motherfucker has to be hard. Yep. Because you don't get the, you won't get the Elon Musk. Um, nope. This motherfucker's gonna like a, act like a bumbling goddamn asshole, but yet he's a genius. Yeah. You don't get, yeah. you won't get that. No. You won't get it. I'm, I'm Absolutely a, I'm, won't get it. I'm a genius. I am a fucking genius. Oh, exactly. I, I will admit that. Mm-hmm. I, I can't fuck up. My genius can't, can't show my life. Well, first of all, there ain't nobody going to call you a genius but your damn self. We, know, we never going to get the genius, Mark. Because I know we're, I'm a fucking genius. I know what the fuck I know. We're articulate. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's, so, and that's special, how articulate we can be. Mm. Sir, on that note, what would you like to say in our closing moments? Uh, first off, Miss Kim, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. For bringing me on, I know we've been trying to be plan this and schedule this for a while, but I am so thankful to have this opportunity. I really am, and for, I thank you for giving me a platform, using your platform to, you know, contribute to speaking about, you know, our plight, you know, within the world of white, within the realm of white supremacy, and also giving me an opportunity to amplify. Uh, oh, which of course is the name of my, the, the the name of the parent company of speaking, which is Amplify. Okay, okay. I had to, to create uh, a parent company because uh, speaking is the only project that um that will be under it. Mm-hmm. I have one that, that compete against uh, YouTube, uh, and I have one that compete against um, uh, uh, Instagram, and I have a completely different one that not to give too much away. But will it, it, it's it's a streaming streaming platform. Oh shit, man! Yeah. So so I had to create a parent company or or an umbrella company. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I call it Amplified LLC. So and, and Amplified is spelled with a Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's traditional spelling. Uh, but thank you, and uh, for right now, anyway, um, folks can follow me on Twitter uh, at Adrian C Jax J A X as an X right. Um, and I'm loving what you're doing, Miss Kim. This is needed. This is necessary. 
it's a bold approach and it's a necessary approach. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting thank for you. you. I'm so thankful to be able to contribute towards. Well, thank you. I thank you for the work you're doing. I'm so excited to see every time I hear um, your your updates. I'm like, yes, he's still moving forward. He's still keep going. He's still keep going. And so um, I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy to um, amplify whatever you need amplified. I'm happy when, if, if and when you're ready to find some people to work on this project, because this project so aligns with the hashtag Cause the Scene initiatives. Um, and the fact of, you know, if it, it completely follows the four guiding principles. So if at any point you need support from me of getting people who are in the community who I know, um, who I trust more than most, <laughs> um, um, or whatever, just please let me know because, um, it's projects like this that matter. Um, it's projects like this that will, as we talked about earlier in the show, when we said that black, if black and indigenous women got together, that's awesome. Yeah, and just I could just see that connection, those connections being made on your platform. And that's what I'm hoping and for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've been saying we need a place that's separate from. Because we keep getting, you, it's hard to have conversations on Twitter because people keep coming in, distracting mm-hmm. with bullshit or whatever. You derailing. Yeah, you be uh, having a great conversation and then, and so to just so I I want to uh, make a commitment to um, support you in any way because this is 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 the thing that I'm going to be honest and selfish is a thing that I've been looking for. Well, thank you. Well, you're very welcome. You fucking <laughs> genius. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, likewise, fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> Have a wonderful day. <laughs> you do the same. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Hashtag Call the Scene podcast. And I'd like to thank all our current sponsors of the podcast and the Hashtag Call the Scene movement. Of course, we strongly encourage everyone to become an individual sponsor of the Hashtag Call the Scene community. Just visit the website at hashtagcallthescene.com to sign up today. On behalf of everyone here at Hashtag Call the Scene, we'd like to thank you again for listening to today's show and have a wonderful day.